Uh, it ended up, uh, yeah, we just sold the business last last July for 150 million dollars to uh, wow, USA okay. Today, uh, and 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 um, I'm, I'm uh, kind of working on my next. Thanks, guys. Uh, my name is Larry Kim. I'm um, kind of known for. Uh, starting a company called WordStream. It's the world's largest pay-per-click advertising software company, uh, you know, uh, managing over a billion dollars for tens of thousands of customers worldwide. Um, so that was um, over 300 people um, and um, started that company in my 20s, um, you know, as a kind of a inbound marketing, you know, consulting person, just like just doing SEO and pay-per-click advertising and, and um, you know, I didn't. I didn't even have any co-founders. I was just working out of a kind of a, a bakery. You know, just because I have, it had free Wi-Fi and free Diet Coke refills, that kind of stuff. <laughs> Sounds and, perfect. And, and, and um, you know, it, it was it was it was great. I was I was just you know signing up consulting clients and and doing uh, consulting services uh, for for different clients using word of mouth as as kind of the, my referral. Uh, kind of lead source, you know, uh, and and uh, the company grew and grew, and and uh, at one point it was, you know, almost as a sole proprietorship, I had like eight eight customers, you know, spending around eight thousand a month or something like that. So, so it was like, you know, in retainer fees, it was like almost like sixty or seventy thousand dollars a month in retainer fees for like a twenty something, you know. So so it was, it was pretty big, big, and then I ended up writing software to automate the stupid repetitive tasks that I was doing um, because um, my background's in, in electrical engineering. And um, uh, and then the light bulb went off and I was like, why don't I just sell the software instead of like, <laughs> instead of, uh, you know, selling the services. And and so that was kind of how that started. And uh, it ended up, uh, yeah, we just sold the business last, last July for 150 million dollars to uh, wow, USA okay. Today. Uh, and and, and um, I'm, I'm uh, kind of working on my next thing. That's amazing. Uh, no, congratulations on that. Uh, Pretty similar story to Ricky as SEO and working as a consultant. Yeah, I guess we went in different paths a little bit, Larry, because um, I had a, a similar sort of start to you, had those sorts of clients in my 20s and then thought I have more clients than I can uh, manage myself. But I went the agency route probably probably not done quite as, uh, <laughs> probably didn't make the right choice at that time i could have got software to do some of it but um i went down the agency route and we've we've enjoyed what you've done we've yeah. done and uh obviously you've had huge success in what you've done how did you find transitioning from services to to software company that's a big change sure um you know i think it's it's harder than a lot of people realize um but you, you need to realize my my background and in, in, in training and in prior work history was all in software engineering and software development like this whole marketing thing was kind of uh, something i discovered uh as a as a kind of a software product you know developer um so um you know in, in some ways the marketing was it's just like learning the marketing stuff was actually harder than, than, the, than, the, than, the, than the software stuff. Um, you, know, you know, so, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's very different. Um, you, um, you know, you're, the mar the, the, you're selling, instead of selling like a services package for like 8,000 a month, you're selling it for like, you know, 200 bucks a month, you know, and, and, and so you, you, 
this means you need a lot of customers like you're you're building a train and you need a lot of passengers on that train because the tickets are cheap um, you know, so, so um, you know just different go to market um, you know different different um, you know, team members and that kind of, that kind of stuff um, I think um, services businesses more of a operations game so like where you you need to be really efficient at like hiring and 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 and, and um, you know making your employees like really well trained to manage you know dozens of accounts it's more yeah. of a kind of a operating margins game like in a you know where i think product it's um you know there's a little other more vectors like uh there's innovation and like you know the quality of the product and then the and, and the, the growth hacks that you use to to get millions of people to use the product yeah so so yeah. it's just a little different yeah. No, for sure. And then you've uh, you, you've you've sold WordStream, and now you're you're doing it again. What? Um, how, how did you have the motivation to to have a, a successful exit like you've had, and then think I'm going to do this all over again with with another company? It's like, you know, I'm too young to to retire here, and and um, you know, I just uh, uh, I feel like I learned a lot. In, in, in this journey, uh, in, in terms of um, you know learning how to I don't know recruit a team or to to you know how to develop and, and bring to market uh, you know marketing software and all this stuff and so the kind of the you know the, the the dream is like if I could do this you know an even bigger company in in in, in half the time you know yeah. um, like it's a challenge you know, uh, it's just like a an internal motivation to, to, to see if, 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 if that's possible like um, uh, you know it's just something to do like why, why do you do what you do like yeah we've um, we've been chatting about that recently in terms of like just planning for the company and stuff um, and we've been talking about what what things to aim for and one of the criteria is that whatever we're doing is just to keep enjoying it yeah and if you're not enjoying it then What's Why? the point? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the big... so. I'm motivated uh, by three things. Uh, one is, um, you know, it's cool to make tons of money. So that's that's. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a good number one. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't hurt. Okay. I mean, uh, it's better than 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 being, like not making anything. Right? Not, yeah. <laughs> no, hundred um, percent. But I'm also motivated by other factors. One of them is is um, um, just. Uh, creating jobs, you know, for for uh, and opportunities for others. Uh, so uh, one th one thing I'm really proud of is is Wordstream actually employed uh, over its 10 year life cycle uh, that I was involved with the company over a thousand people, mostly millennials, and, and and giving a lot of people a lot of great training and 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 um, uh, and, and um, you know hiring people, you know, basically out of college to to to, to give them their, their their first or second job out of college, um, and and um, you know, these people are now executives at like Facebook and, and Google and then, <laughs> nice. you know, like, so, so I feel like I've helped out there a little bit, um, you know, and also, um, um, it's kind of cool if, uh, to, to have something that the companies use, so, like, like, uh, uh, I think, I think you want to have something that's useful and it's kind of, kind of cool. Um, so in your intro, Larry, you, you ended your intro, like your backstory with where you're heading now. So you talked about you were working out the back of a bakery, free Wi-Fi. Where are you now, like literally, logistically? What's your, what's your setup? What's your day-to-day? -day? 
uh, working so environment. The, 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 the bakeries of, of, of 2019 are these WeWorks, you know, like the, these here at office things, like they didn't exist a decade ago. So <laughs> um, basically uh, I'm renting out a place for, you know, uh, myself and, uh, you know, a couple, a couple dozen, um, you know, employees and it's, uh, it's pretty cheap and, and um, very flexible. Are you are you all together or are you are you scattered remotely? A little bit of both, but but mostly most of the company, like more than fifty percent, is co-located here in Boston. Awesome, cool. Wow. You mentioned um, when you're going WordStream, you've done it with a lot of uh, college grads and millennials and stuff. I guess a lot of people in marketing, are, the first few employees tend to be those sorts of people. What we, we, we've obviously been there and we do that ourselves. What sort of challenges did you find building a workforce that's particularly young? Um, and what did you learn from that? Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a challenge. Um, so when you're, when you're early on, you don't really have anything. So, and the, the people who are good typically aren't just sitting on their hands. You know, they, they no. probably are working on some other job or some other opportunity. And so the challenge is to, like, how do you get really good quality people to kind of, leave whatever it is they're previously doing and join you on this new adventure um you know because it's not fully baked you know what i mean um and 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 um so what i have found is um kind of one of the, the key um uh, you know things you need to do as a founder or as an you know as an early employee executive um uh, is to kind of be very intentional about projecting a very exciting and bold vision of where you're going. So it's less about what you what you've done and what you've achieved, and more about kind of how you can, you know, this new person can be an integral part of of of, of bringing this new 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 transformative vision to market. And um, you know, real, realistically, most people will say you're crazy, and you know, this is not for me. And I think I'd prefer to get you know paid a lot of money using at, at, at this other company, but. Um, uh, but that's okay because um, uh, it's kind of like a filter, right? So like the, 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 by projecting the vision, what you're doing is you're filtering out the people who are incapable of kind of uh, realizing that vision. So the 1% of people who do, you say like, sign me up. Like that's the only person uh, who can actually do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> or they're crazy. Uh, so <laughs> one, one of the other. <laughs> Oh, I love that. That's really good. Um, before we get on to um, what you're working on now, um, from a marketing perspective, how, why do you think WordStream was so popular? Like you say, at $200 a pop, you have to get a lot of people on that train. How did you get a lot of people on the train? What were the things you did right with WordStream? So, you know, a lot of marketing, like just content marketing. Um, uh, early on, I figured out that... Um, you know, blogging about how to do paper advertising, how to do Facebook advertising, how to do growth marketing, stuff like this was, was there's a big appetite for that. And, and um, uh, because my background is uh, in, in more kind of technical you know, um, uh, software kind of background um, that I felt that I had a unique perspective on um, on marketing, I, it was a more of a systems engineering perspective. So like I would write articles on like, you know, reverse engineering the quality score algorithm for Google AdWords based on analysis, you know, analysis of like one, one billion dollars, you know, you know, a hundred thousand accounts or something like this, you, you, <laughs> yeah. you know? Um, so we're able to then 
using kind of the, the data that we had and some analysis skills that I have to, to pr produce some unique insights into how, um, how this stuff works like SEO and, and yeah. how, um, you know, AdWords and Facebook ad auction, like how, how do these kind of black boxes actually work? And, um, that was really well received by the marketing community. Like, like, because, you know, not a lot of people have access to that, that kind of those, those types of insights and those who do like tend to not want to, they want to keep it to themselves. Um, and, and, and so, um, you know, that, that was your, your question was like, how did you, how did you get so many people like, you know, using the software? I would say it was, it was just content marketing. Um, and, and, and specifically, you know, the, producing kind of this unusual data backed um, surveys and, and the studies that, that were like uh, unique. Um, and then, and, 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 you know, for, for that plus, uh, uh, you know, just uh, doing it for a good amount of time. Um, yeah, always helps. Uh, you know, today, yeah, it's, today there's like, uh, you know, I have a, a decent following and, and a pretty strong email list and so it's it's now self-sustaining but but those are some of the things that i get to kind of uh kind of i don't know like get noticed early on you know like yeah. if that makes any sense yeah. one thing i um that, that you you've done and a few successful software companies have done is you've been the sort of evangelist and kind of front face of the company as well you've got out there a lot and um, i've seen you speak at inbound and other events and you uh, you blog on a lot of popular platforms, so you yourself have kind of gone out there um, and built that. Do you think that was an important part of having getting WordStream out there, having you as a sort of a face, a face or a focal point of the company as well? Um, you know, uh, it, it it helps. I don't, I don't think it's it's a requirement uh, because there's you know plenty of big brands like you know Coca Cola or whatever like where, where it's <laughs> yeah. like they don't they don't have like a necessarily have a front man you know no. uh but but uh you know uh, i think it's sort of a uh a growth hack for um you know when you're you're, you're getting started you know like like um uh can, can i can i give an example so like neil patel uh a colleague of mine he, used his personal brand to kind of bootstrap his agency, but but today it's gotten so big that he, he's kind of rebranding it as NP Digital. You see what I'm saying? Because it's like, he's, he's thinking like, wait a minute, like I need this to be bigger than one in, individual's personal brand. Um, so um, I think I think you, you know, I didn't call it like Larry's software company, you know, like <laughs> no. it, it, it had its own, it's had, it, it had its own, uh, identity and, and, um, and brand and, and core values. And, uh, but, but, uh, but then again, when it comes to like social media and blogging, like people prefer content from individuals rather than from, from like a, you know, a corporate entity. So, um, so I can see how they're, they're both helpful. Yeah, definitely. And no, I like that approach. It's a good sort of similar to kind of what Rand's done with, we did, sorry, with Moz as well. He sort of, that was a bit of both really. He was a sort of front man and he, he obviously got in front of a lot of people and talks a lot of events like you've done, but the company itself kind of out kept growing beyond that one man sort of thing as well. And it has its own core values and ethos and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Kind of my uh, doppelganger in the 
in the SEO space. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, like we both like started, uh, you know, software companies. We both do a lot of content marketing. Um, his focus is obviously SEO, and mine, mine was more on 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 pay channels. Um, uh, um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that, that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, no, it seems like a model that that certainly works. It made me, while you were chatting there, it made me think about something else we wanted to chat about, which was Medium and content on there that you've got quite a 190,000 followers we were just looking on Medium. So I'm actually the, the eighth most popular uh, blogger on Medium. And, and I can tell you how, how I did that. Uh, it was first mover advantage. Um, so when the thing came out, uh, you know, five, six years ago, um, I just thought, wow, this is the greatest thing ever. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and, and I really committed to that channel. Okay. Like I was like, I, I, I was blogging there every day and I still do. Okay. Um, and um, early on when that, when a platform is starting out, they actually, they need help. They need help with getting people to follow people. You, you see yes. what I'm saying? So like, because I was early, they, they would, feature me on lists of people saying like, you know, if you're, I say, you know, uh, you know, Ricky, I saw you're interested in entrepreneurship, you know, here's someone to follow in, in entrepreneurship. Yeah. So I kind of figured out how those algorithms worked in terms of their, their recommended, recommended, um, you know, authors to follow. And, and, uh, it was, it was pretty simple. It was just like, you know, including certain tags and, and just making sure that you have a top post, like, you know, uh, once a week and stuff like this. So, so, so it was, Pretty simple to reverse engineer and um, you know I would say 80% of the followers I just got out of that one growth hack of, of just um, um, kind of getting placed on these kind of follow lists you know uh, and and now that I've obtained those followers uh, anything I publish um, it, 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 it gets a good amount of engagement and, 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 and views um, so it's kind of like self sustaining at this point you know um so, it, it's similar to like like if, if, if you have a blog that has a lot of email subscribers like uh then every new blog post will do fine because it has a it has an audience so like i kind of bootstrap the audience by hacking the um the recommended authors kind of algorithm um so I don't claim to be the greatest writer in the world, but I am the eighth most popular. Like, <laughs> just the eighth, just the eighth best. This just as a result of us, you know, some simple observations on how that platform works. No, so, that's... was that um, how early would you say that was a deliberate decision to okay, I can I can manipulate this algorithm and take advantage of it, or was it a I just need an outlet and I want to, I just like the platform. Manipulation is, is, is kind of feels, feels like a negative word. It was more just observing how, how it works and, 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 and being able to kind of do the things that it was looking for. So, um, yeah, uh, you know, I went all in on it about five years ago and, 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 um, and, and it's still, it still generates millions of views like you know, yeah. every month. Awesome. So, so it's pretty great. What was it about Medium that made you think I'm going all in on this or is there other versions of Medium that you've gone all in on and it's not really gone anywhere? Like that seems like a good yeah. decision now, <laughs> like to go all in on Medium. Uh, Google Plus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, like, yeah. No, you, um, you know, it, it, it was plausible. It was kind of like the opposite of Twitter, you know? Yeah. Of 
instead of a short form post it was a long form post and mm. you know the it was the same founder you know f williams and all that stuff so um it, it seemed it, it seemed plausible and um uh and it was working so so i just doubled down on it i have this theory of of um theory of the donkeys and the unicorns and yeah. basically what it means is you should you know spend more time on the on the unicorns and you should you know get rid of the donkeys and uh, that's just a metaphor, of course. I have nothing against donkeys in real life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sure they, they're wonderful animals. But, but uh, uh, just saying, um, you know, like you examine, like what's the output, you know, the value from these different channels, and you should get the ones that are dying and the and double down or put more effort on the ones that are working. And and so um, I just had that kind of a unique advantage in in, in medium. So we just continue to invest there, and and it's. I would say it's uh, it, it, every influential marketer, you know, either intentionally or by luck, has cracked the code uh, on one or more distribution channels. So, like you know, Rand, we were talking about earlier, like he's he really nailed YouTube like that. I would I would yeah. uh, kind of say that that's like whether he knew it or not. That that was like a, a key part of, of of building the the brand that he has. Um, you know, for me, it's it's more like uh, Twitter and Twitter and Medium. So. Awesome. Where else? What about you? When it comes to you consuming content, where where are you? Where do you go to when it's time to learn? I, I, I read very little. It, it's like I produce content, uh, but I I don't read it. I don't read stuff. It it, it just um, it messes me up. It it it. Uh, so I'm a contrarian. So like. Uh, you know, like if I if I consume too much media and content, then I get very biased by uh, conventional wisdom. You know, yeah. um, so my whole thing is like gotta ideate something different because you know if, if someone's blogging about how to do a certain marketing tactic, well then the cat's out of the bag. Yeah, you know, like it's it's too late at that point. Like it has to be something else. Right? No, <laughs> yeah, I understand. Yeah, definitely. So we we, we had a chat about kind of you and your background and where you've been do you want to have a chat about what you're working on now and um what what drove you into well do you want to explain what what you're working on now and then we'll have a chat about what kind of drove you down that avenue a bit awesome um so uh we started a new business called mobile monkey and it's uh the world's fastest growing facebook messenger marketing platform um you know the reason why i think this is really interesting is i think it's the the greatest opportunity in marketing for the next decade uh, messaging. Uh, so just like how email marketing was so fundamental, uh, you know, in, in transforming marketing communications over the last 20 years, uh, I think chat marketing is sort of uh, the next thing. And, and, you know, some people think, Oh, well, I don't know. Like, I don't want to have, you know, marketing messages on my chat uh, screens, but people, believe it or not, if you go back 20 years, people, people felt the same way about email marketing, like, yeah, like uh, yeah. you know, back in the, in the nineties and early, early two thousands. So, um, so I think it, it, it's really exciting and, um, you know, you can, it just, it's a way of creating more engaging content and, and, um, you know, uh, with, with, uh, you know, 80% open rates and 20% click rates, which is kind of unheard of. In terms of You're not getting that on email anymore, are you? Or, or any other marketing channel. No. Like, like if you think of like ads or, or, um, uh, paid or organic social media, like there's just nothing, 
uh, that comes even close. And so, um, you know, I just think um, this is this is where I want to focus my attention on. I think there's an opportunity to build a, a billion dollar platform here. So like uh, when I mentioned, like I was hoping to do something bigger than WordStream. I mean, um, you know, the, the challenge is like, there's only like 6 million advertisers, you know, in, 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 in the world, but like uh, a solution like, you know, chat marketing, I think could apply to hundreds of millions of businesses. Yeah, yeah. sure. So it's, it's a bigger uh, total addressable market. Um, I think that it, it, it's, it's a fantastic, uh, you know, medium for businesses to be messaging people on, on sort of the platforms where users are most familiar, uh, most comfortable communicating. Um, yeah. you know, uh, and and, um, and, and uh, the, the business is growing like crazy where we've got, uh, you know, hundreds of millions of, of, of uh, monthly active users and, um, and, and, uh, you know, try it out it's mobilemonkey.com it's it's kind of a it's kind of like hubspot but um using chat rather than uh using e chat rather than email so like you know how on hubspot you've got like landing pages to collect emails well i have landing pages that collect chat messaging permissions yes. and you know how they have an email blaster well i have a, a chat blaster and you know how they have like email drip campaigns well i have chat drip campaigns <laughs> like, like where we can send sequences of, of, of messages and, and and um you know how they can create audiences we can create you know custom audiences based on conversational criteria and then we can upload those to, to, to facebook ads or uh you know do other crazy things so so it's kind of a uh, I would say emerging field. Um, uh, there's probably 1% of businesses doing chat marketing today, but I suspect if, if, if I'm right, uh, my thesis is that, you know, 30, 40, 50% of businesses are going to be doing this in the next 10 years. So. Well, it's a huge opportunity, isn't it? 1%. Um, so you're ahead of the curve. If you, if you get on board with that 1% quickly, then. So just like in any marketing channel, it's never, it's never going to be this easy to to uh, to buy or to organically generate lists of of opt-ins. You know, like like um, uh, it, and and the engagement rates are you know they're not likely to go any higher than they are right now. You know, um, so so uh, um, there's there's a I guess you could I believe my entire career like for the for the the growth of WordStream is, was is just based on first mover advantage, like finding and identifying promising marketing channels and and, and just investing in, in them early. You don't want to be the the, the poor schmuck who just discovers social media marketing today in 2019. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like well, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's an uphill battle, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so, so I, you know, do something new. Yeah, and like you say, it's it's such a huge opportunity for potential users and companies isn't it that your, your competitors are unlikely to be on there so like you say your engagement rates and open rates are going to be probably high that high for quite a few years still isn't it obviously in 10 years time that if you still get an 80 percent you're doing well but if you're moving now that's a huge advantage of your competitors who are probably not going to be doing this for a few years yeah, these things last for a decade or so. Like, so Instagram has been around for a while, and the organic engagement rate is still actually pretty yeah. decent. Um, you know, as, as is with YouTube. But like, um, uh, you know, 
like email, believe it or not, once had like 30, 40% open rates, you know, now it's like, you know, three or 4%, you know, so, so like, they're, I think now is the time to be investing in, in messaging. And then we're definitely seeing that like in, in our business growth metrics, like that, like, like the growth is, is, you know, pretty astronomical, like in terms of the month over month growth. What do you think's held companies back from investing in it and, and trying it and pushing it as a marketing channel? Uh, you know, I don't think it's hard, but it, but it's different. Uh, and, 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 um, you know, I mean, I mean, I, I, I just give you a kind of a personal example. Like I know that I should be eating better and going to the gym more, but it's just like, you know, it's, it just takes time and effort and, and, and <laughs> like, like anything, you know, so like chat marketing, it's, it's like one of these things like vegetables, like, you know, you should, do it. It's going to be good for you. Um, but like not everyone wants to do that yet. You know? So <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, but, you know, the other thing is like you, 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 it's hard for like, I know uh, when, when you're get older, it's harder to learn new things. So like there's a lot of social media influencers in the space. Like, uh, uh, you'd be surprised. It's like, none of them are, 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 leveraging this new new technology like it, it's it's actually a new crop of of future influential people that are jumping on this uh as, as opposed to the kind of the brand the pre-existing brand names in in, in the space um so it just it's just like a, a new generation thing i don't know who knows you think it's could it be because the old tactics aren't exhausted enough yet Th things aren't broken enough yeah, I don't know. Maybe they have like vested interest in the status quo. Like they've written a book on how to, how to do, you know, <laughs> social media marketing and how to post stuff to your wall that even, you know, like it, it just, you need a new, a new, uh, it's, it's a new perspective on these technologies. Maybe. I don't know. So like, like my, my, my view is like, this is the greatest thing ever. Like you can <laughs> target the same people that you're trying to target through ads or through your newsfeed. Okay, but you can get them at like you know eighty percent open rates and twenty percent click rates. So like uh, you know for free, you know, and, and, and um, um, you know, it, it kind of I'm not I'm I, I don't fully understand what the, the hang up is, but uh, maybe it could be that it's hard to use, and in, in, in which case, like that's why we're building software tools, and we're going to make it like super easy and productive. It, 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 you know, it, it is super easy and productive actually. Yeah, I, I guess when whenever I've chatted with prospects or people um around messaging and conversational marketing i think the perception is it's going to be really hard and it's going to be really techy i guess i guess it's like anything new isn't it this is new this is techy i can't do it but obviously tools like what you guys created it's just it's no harder than than anything else really is it it's just having that time investment to have a open an account, have a play with it, read a couple of how-to videos or whatever it is, and just have a go. Um, but I guess that's the barrier I hear is it's it's got a perception of it's going to be hard or it's going to be for young people who know about technology or whatever it is. It's I think it's more of a perception thing. I don't know. I think SEO is hard. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> um, I suppose, I suppose as well with our with our clients, some of some of the ones I've spoken to or prospects, you you've overcome the battle of uh, getting into inbound and content marketing and email marketing to then chuck in another another hurdle to try and get your head around. 
Yeah. It's well, maybe one day we'll yeah. we'll, we'll start with things we know we could be could be improved on like email open rates are three or four percent well the client understands what that is they get what email marketing is so it's a bit more tangible isn't it i think yeah like say they're just they're so used because the space hasn't changed a lot really if you look at the tactics most people are using it's blogging and it's social and it's email that's not changed for a a long time really and to to get something that's completely new into it can can, can be tricky for a client to get their head around um, or an in-house marketer's got to go and sell that up to management or whatever and that they can be tricky but what i i think the thing that excites us about messaging and conversational marketing is actually the tactics don't the tactics change but the sort of core strategy doesn't at the end of the day we're still going to be content led and you can still do your your premium pieces or whatever it is, but it's just your method of how you're delivering to people, isn't it? Instead of having a landing page with a form on, you're going to be invited into a chatbot where it asks your email address or, or it doesn't even ask for your email address and it delivers the content to it. Uh, when you send out an e-blast, you're doing it as a blast on social media. It's like, actually the strategy, the big top line strategy is not changing. It's the it's t- medium. It's the medium, it's the channels, it's the technology that's changing. And is that... Is that how you are explaining it and selling it into people? It's like, yeah, yeah, more, yeah, more or less. I mean, um, it, it's uh, chat is a combination of a web page and email. Okay, so like, uh, it's kind of like email in that you can do push, push, like you, you can uh, initiate a, a blast to a, a distribution list, but unlike email, the user can also initiate a session. So, so the user can go to your website and start chatting with you, uh, and, and, and in which case a robot can, can kind of respond to those questions. So depending on who's initiating the, the session, it, chat marketing is either like a website, you know, where it's kind of providing you the user information, or it's like an email campaign where, where, you're, where you're, you know, firing off a lot of information to, to, to subscribers. Um, so. You know, it, maybe that's a little bit hard for some people to wrap their head or head around. I, I I don't think it's that that hard, but but um, um, it's kind of kind of like a you know, website plus email, you know, all in one channel. Yeah. What um what I quite like about what you're doing as well is focusing on the Facebook side of things, and there's a lot of people moving in the messaging space and the chatbot space. It's there's a lot of people and they're all making slightly different moves from a software perspective. And what I really like about what you're doing is just saying like, like you said in the intro, we're the fastest growing Facebook messaging. And why was it that you chose the Facebook sort of messaging technology to kind of piggyback it on? What was it about that? Um, you know, they, they have really good APIs in compared, compared to Google and Apple. Like they're just further along in terms of um, the, the support of, for, for, for third party companies like myself. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely the goal is to, um, you know, support other messaging platforms, like in, in the future, kind of like how on Hootsuite, you can post content to LinkedIn or, or Twitter or to Facebook, you know? Um, so, so we, we do want to support you know, posting and, and responding to content, irregardless of, of which, um, um, you know, messaging channel is being used, but you know, every, every platform starts as a point solution and, 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 um, you know, like WordStream supports you know, Facebook, Google, Bing, you know, but it, it started out as a, as a point solution for AdWords. Um, and, and, um, I expect a similar trajectory for, for this, for this company. No, that makes sense. 
Um, so, so our listeners are mainly in-house marketers. Um, if they were thinking, right, this this messaging thing sounds good, I'm going to get started. What's where's the best place to start? Where's the easiest place to start, or the quickest win? Where's the, what would be the first thing you'd done if someone had never done any messaging marketing before? I would do a chat blast. So I would just, uh, or it's also known as a messenger broadcast. So I would use Mobile Monkey. And I would just, uh, you know, sign up for the thing. Uh, if, if you have an existing Facebook page, then you probably have subscribers. Okay, so a subscriber in, in Messenger is somebody who's messaged your page in the past. Okay, so so Mobile Monkey will import those contacts, that contact list. And, and the first thing you should just do is, is just send them a, 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 some kind of a news, like, you know, here's a new blog post or here's a webinar, just send them something to, and, and, and just let them look at the engagement rate that it generates, okay? Uh, you know, make it fun and include GIFs and emojis and stuff like this, but, but uh, um, you know, that's sort of the first step. And then, you know, once you see the value there, then, then you'll say, like, wait a minute, but this is really great. I need more contacts, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and then, and then, then there's like, we have tools for building out your contact list. So like the subscriber list, like like um, like landing pages where if someone uh, clicks on a button, they become a subscriber. Um, so it, it, it's um, uh, different tools to really dramatically grow your, your subscriber list. You know, guys, I get more business through chat marketing than I do through my website. So like, uh, like I think that's... Uh, that's huge. That's, uh, that's the tagline. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe where I'm a, a uh, maybe I'm a, kind of a, an edge case because we also happen to be selling chat marketing products. <laughs> okay. uh, um, so it's kind of, kind of meta, but but um, uh, in China, I can tell you that you know all the commerce and, and and stuff is done through chat. It's not done on on like news feeds or browsers. No, it's it's it's, uh, it's all WeChat. So. Um, you know, I don't know if that'll happen in the West, but I definitely think that that model of of finding information and and communicating with your brands and 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 ordering things through messaging as opposed to always using a browser or an app is definitely viable. Yeah, what I really like about that tip of how to get started is people are already going to have a base level of subscribe. Like you say, everyone's got a Facebook page. Uh, they'll have got they'll message people in the past when you you can go and send a broadcast out like today and you you're going to have a list to start from whereas if they're looking and thinking I don't know should I start on Instagram today like you're going to be starting zero you've got to build that follow list completely from scratch like that's a much much harder slower job to do really and here you can kind of there's not many marketing you with chat, like Like, you know, like, especially you guys are an agency, like, so you, you kind of, you should be doing this because you, you want your clients to think that you're like, you know, on the, on the latest, you know, marketing technologies and stuff like this. Yeah. Exactly. No, you're right. I think that's a big part of it. And a lot of people are in the business where they, they need to be on the forefront if they're software companies or whatever it is that their that their customers like to know they're on the latest with a lot of things and we've got a lot of clients who are in completely random and weird industries but they still need to be at the the forefront or perceived to be at the forefront anyway and i guess doing using things like this that not many people are is a good way to get that perception through a bit doubly ahead as well in a lot of cases yeah 
No, for sure. If inbound and emails already putting them half a step ahead of their competition, yeah. think how far ahead you could be if you were doing this. That's what kind of the message to take away, isn't it? Yeah, no, I like that. Um, and before we before we wrap up, Larry, is there any is there anything we should have asked you about mobile monkey or messaging that we haven't asked that we really should have asked? <laughs> like, I'm just making sure we're not missing any tricks here. Um, so we have this mobile monkey group on Facebook. It's called Mobile Monkey Island. <laughs> Uh, and it's, uh, you know, it's just like kind of hang out for tens of thousands of marketers that are doing chat marketing, you know, Mobile Monkey Island, check it out. And, um, uh, and, and, uh, you can, uh, uh, it's a, it's a free product. So you just go to mobilemonkey.com and, and use the thing for free. Awesome. No, we'll link that up under the podcast. Thanks that, Larry. Um, but it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. Really appreciate your time. Um, can't wait to jump in and start playing with this ourselves. So really appreciate that. Yeah, thanks, Larry. Awesome. Thanks for having me on, and, and congrats on, on the huge success of your, of your business. All right. No, you, you too, too, Larry. Enjoy. Thank you very much. Speak soon. Bye, guys. Thank thanks. you. Bye. Nice one.